Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Underhood Show. My name is Josh Prophet. I'm the service director here at Mill Hamilton Ford. Alongside me this morning, I have Scotty German. Good morning, Scotty. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Doing uh, absolutely fabulous. It has been a uh, long week. Got a lot of great things to to talk about. We've done a uh, done a lot of different things here at the dealership yeah. this week. You know, it seems like you get into the summer months, and uh, you know, you don't. Uh, you, you start in on Monday and you wonder where the rest of the days of the week will be because <laughs> you're back to back to Friday in no time uh, for sure. And so I got a lot to got a lot I want to talk about. I know you got a lot that you want to talk about as well. And so but this is a call in show. So maybe uh, we don't get to talk about anything we want to talk yeah, about. Exactly. And the, the people listening uh, get to decide uh, what our topic of conversation is. So it is a call in show. Three one six four six two. 3673 that's the number to jump on the air here you want to talk about anything automotive uh new vehicle products you want to talk about uh maintenance oil change uh check engine lights you know brake intervals uh got something going on with your vehicle not quite sure uh what's going on with it uh, give us a call and we'll see if we can help you get you guided in the right direction uh been known to throw a diagnostic on occasionally uh if we can't figure out uh you know or point you in the right direction over the over the phone so but uh for each and every caller that calls in the show that's the only show i know you get paid to call in but uh, we're gonna send you out a package it's going to consist of the works which is an oil change and tire rotation we use motorcraft oil and filter products here at mel hamilton ford while we're performing that we're also going to complete a multi-point inspection on your vehicle checking over the brakes tires steering suspension all the safety related components just making sure that vehicle's uh good to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving you'll also receive yourself uh, ten dollars to mel's diner so you can get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us at the big corner complete nitrogen for your tires so you get all the great benefits that nitrogen has to offer and then uh, CF5, uh, excuse me, a BG products package, which consists of a can of CF5 for your fuel system and then MOA for uh, your engine oil. Again, just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go with that for that next 5,000 miles of driving. So let's get the phones ringing, 316-462-3673. Scotty, yeah. good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah. So Having a beer. How, uh, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about this last week. Cause like yeah. I said, I think on your list, there's a lot on your list, a lot on my list, uh, and just kind of recap, do a recap. Well, um, first things first, I think that, uh, it's been quite wet over the last couple of weeks, really. And so in the shop, um, we have had quite a few vehicles coming in on tow trucks mm-hmm. for, uh, folks that are driving through water. Um, not saying that it's the worst in the world, but Wichita doesn't necessarily have the best flood system to get, uh, drainage drainage system. Mm -hmm. So, um, we've had quite a few vehicles that try to drive through pretty high water. And, uh, I mean, I know me personally, I've got, excuse me, I've got several of them. So, and I'm, I, I try to deter people to, from doing that as much as I possibly can. If you think you can make it, you may not. And so it's very, very important to try to avoid it at all costs. Because right now there's several vehicles that um, that are not doing so hot right now, to be honest with you. Um, so try to avoid water at all costs. I mean, I know we're, we're getting into the, the really, really hot months, the rainy months and stuff like that. And so at, at any cost where you can avoid driving through it please try to avoid it because it can get you in some trouble well and the the biggest thing is i mean is it uh the the type of water or when it when it flash floods like that you get several inches you know in a pretty uh short amount of time it's not at a point that it's necessarily 
dangerous. Yeah. In other words, like, you know, it's not going to float your car down the river right. like you see yeah. on uh, like you see on TV. But the problem is it's going to be expensive. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. uh, from that side of it is that, uh, you know, if that vehicle happens to suck up water, um, it, it's almost a certainty. I, I can think of one particular situation where a gentleman drove through high water that it did not uh, throw a rod or damage the really? we were able to put a timing belt on it and he was good to go after that which is just a complete rarity yeah um and like i said it just gets expensive uh from that side so yeah 100 and then uh the other side of it is that you know whenever you're in the water and it does stall out or hydrolock now you have a vehicle sitting in water yep. and so you have all that water getting in the interior uh, you know, soaking the carpet and then there's all sorts of wiring harnesses that run under, under the carpets and floorboards and, and modules and airbags. Yep. And I mean, it's just, uh, on and on and on from there. And it's, it's just not a good thing. Yeah. There's, there's no good outcome from that. <laughs> yeah. So. Cause now you got, you got modules now, um, vehicles with so many modules. And so it's one of those things, if you're in water and it starts corroding those that's when you're going to have some more problems too yeah. down the road yeah. yeah yeah we've got a call on the line let's go to the phones let's talk to vincent vincent you're on live with under the hood go ahead how you doing we're, we're doing i have here. a question i okay. i have a question i just bought tires for my wife's uh 2011 ford edge uh-huh. uh two weeks ago and she has a warning light coming on that says something about her traction control hmm. and i don't know how to adjust that <laughs> Uh, or if it's something that has to be computerized. Yeah. So is it uh, is it service traction control, or do you know exactly what the what the message is? It's a yellow light. It just says service traction control. Yeah. So uh, that that is actually indicating that there is some sort of fault in the uh, system itself. Um, and when you say you just bought tires, was it one tire? Was it all four tires? Uh, all four. All four. Tires? All four. Okay. Um, and then the other question I would have is, so, so as far as trying to relate the light to the tires would be difficult unless for some reason, uh, you know, there was maybe something damaged in removal and installation as far as like a, a, a wheel speed sensor or something along those lines. Uh, the other thing I would say is maybe if it was a, the wrong size installed. Uh, the best thing to do. No, that, no, it's the yeah, same size. Okay. Yeah, I would want to check the door placard. Uh, but if there was a different size circumference, maybe a tires, and it was looking for something, something different there. Uh, but really trying to relate the light. You know, I've seen a lot of weird things in this industry, yeah, yeah. and so I'm not going to say that we couldn't get there. But I, I really don't think it would be hard to make that connection that the tires are what caused the the light to come on. I. I think it might just be a it came on one other time before before i got the tires before you got them but it was yeah but that was like a year ago yeah yeah um and so on the traction control uh side of things or uh what could cause that light to come on there's a lot of different things you know i can think of wheel speed sensors so it's monitoring wheel speed sensors at, at every wheel uh, the other thing is there's like yaw sensors in there. There's a steering angle position sensor. There's modules. There's there's harnesses. So there, there's a lot of different things that it could be uh, from that side. And so what needs to happen is uh, need to go through a flow chart 
Uh, and so basically, first of all, we're going to scan it for codes, see exactly uh, what's what's in there and what the what the light's trying to tell us, uh, and then go through a, a diagnostic tree for that specific code, uh, having us check those various uh, sensors and harnesses and stuff like that to, to come up with the fault. So, uh, but what I'd like to do, we'll throw a diagnostic onto your package, uh, Vincent, and take a look at that at no charge to you and see uh, see just exactly what's what's wrong with that thing, okay? All righty. Perfect. Well, we'll uh, get that mailed out to you and get that traction control light uh, squared away. Now, the one thing that I will say is, obviously, in normal, you know, driving conditions, it's probably not that big a deal, but, uh, you know, if you're in rain or you're in inclement weather uh, or you're in a position where you would need the traction control with that light on it's not working um and so again just day-to-day -day operations uh it, it's okay but then when you need it it's not there uh so we'll get that diagnostic added on to it and get you squared away uh see what's going on with that thing okay all righty thank you appreciate Perfect. it Vincent. thanks for the call all right, 316-462-3673 that's a number to dial up here and uh ask uh, anything automotive or like i said if you got uh, something uh checking your line or something you're not quite sure of and uh we'll maybe throw on a diagnostic yeah. package onto that as well so 316-462-3673 so after we took the the call from uh, vincent you know we were talking about all the the moisture that we've had here last week and what that's done as far as uh the business and the influx of business that we typically see of people driving through uh, those waters uh, or higher waters. And, you know, I can think of uh, all sorts of outcomes to complete engine replacements, to having to pull interiors out of cars and, and, uh, you know, dry everything out from there. Transmissions, I've mm -hmm. seen uh, troubles, uh, you know, on that side of things as well. Yeah. And they don't always even have to be driving through it. I mean, even if the vehicle's not even driving through it and just sitting in water, a lot of these, yeah. Um, transmissions and and differentials and things like that have vents in the top of them in order for them to allow you know whatever out well now it's going to be sitting in water which is going to allow water in so even if you're not driving through water if it's standing or it's in it's in quite a bit of water it could potentially damage without even driving the vehicle as well have have trouble with that for yeah. sure so i uh, got a couple people this morning uh, on the chat side so good morning delbert how are you and then uh jason uh writes in good morning guys question does the f-150 lightning come in a four by four package and yes it does uh that is uh that is an option uh for that uh pickup and you know that's one of the things that i wanted to talk to you about uh, scotty you live roughly mileage from the dealership five miles yeah maybe if maybe that, five miles yeah. and i'm uh i think it's about 30 32 35 miles for me uh to the dealership and i was gonna challenge you to how much fuel you used you think in your five mile journey yesterday i can guarantee you i use less <laughs> really <laughs> yes because you yes. drove the lightning home? i did i did <laughs> so uh we were out at kansas international dragway uh last night had a wonderful event out there it was uh beat the heat uh which i was going to circle back and kind of talk about sure. that but in doing that we got our first lightning in it's the lightning pro uh, so it's the uh, the base model entry level lightning. Yep. Uh, and we I we took it out to the track uh, to show it off out there, and then uh, I drove it. So I drove it from here 
to uh, 61st or 63rd Street and kind of between Tyler and Ridge to out to Kansas International Dragway. And uh, then, you know, uh, I'm going to say, while I was at the track, I had to make a couple of passes. <laughs> no, with of course it. you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it went down the track a couple of different times. Then I drove it from uh, uh, the track to Haven, where I live, and then back here this morning. And I tell you, it was uh, just the experience. It was really cool. Yeah. It was really cool. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, but uh, when I left here, uh, heading out to Kansas Inter- International Dragway, the range on it said 183. <laughs> and I drove from here uh, to, it was about just past 53rd Street and Mays Road. Um, and I, it was, it was 182 was the range when I got to there, which wow. was one mile difference. So the regenerative braking that it did throughout the stops, uh, through town, I, I was blown away. I was just That's blown crazy. away by that. Now, obviously going down the drag strip and going, right. uh, driving it on the highway it didn't have the opportunity to 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 do the regenerative braking uh but i was able to make that journey you know i was going to calculate up the miles and uh but you know everybody's concerned about uh the range on these things and i get it and i was watching it too because i was like man i'm i'm going a little bit of a distance and i was very curious as to how accurate the range was going to be and uh it was i was very impressed with uh with how it did i was more impressed with how it did in the city with the regenerative braking and and things like that yeah uh, not to mention that. it looks cool it is yeah it, it does look cool i'm excited to see a uh i'm excited to see a uh one with more options this has yeah. no options but when i say no options i mean it's a nice truck yeah. it's got bucket seats there's a console in it you know it's got a big nav screen in it it's uh you know it's there's there's a lot of things that this has that it's just stock it's got uh dual auto climate control uh from that side leather interior uh and the other thing it's a full-size f-150 truck and the sticker on it is uh 39 somewhere uh, wow. thirty-nine thousand something and then there's like a thousand dollar destination fee on it and that's for a full-size f-150 that's, uh, that's crazy it's crazy so <clears throat> i think that it's uh it's something if uh once we are able to get inventory and get going on that it's going to be a, a huge hit a huge success for sure and they'll be uh they'll be working on the the range deal and and you know getting that to where these things are going further and further and they'll also be working on the uh uh, charging infrastructure there you're going to see uh, much more of that but uh yeah just absolutely impressed with uh with how that worked and then uh so we got up to the the drag strip and again it was our uh annual event for the beat the heat and it last year uh it was a pretty short notice on that and so we didn't have a whole lot of participation from the police department as far as actually being able to run uh, police cars down the track mm-hmm. this year was much much greater last year it was a blowout every uh every police officer that 
uh, got called out or uh, lost. And so it was a little bit of a disadvantage for those guys. But this year, I'm proud to report they did much better. It was almost a almost an even battle nice. uh, from that side of it. So uh, they did they did get beat a, a couple different times. We had an ace up our sleeve. They were in the uh, Mustang. Uh, we put some decals and some lights and stuff like that yep. uh, on it. And um, you know, the uh, officer Cruz was mainly uh, running the the Mustang, the 21 Mustang that we put the turbo on and all that stuff. And it was just a really good time. It was a really good community event. Uh, and for those guys to, to be able to get out there and interact with uh, the people in that environment, uh, it, it, it couldn't have went any better uh, from that side of things. And a lot of fun, a lot of racing. Uh, you know, uh, we ended up... Uh, the night ended well for us anyways uh it was pretty late i'm gonna say 11 30 or so and had oil down the track on oh. one side and so that uh kind of put a little bit of a damper on it but they had the cleanup crew on it and and was working diligently on it to get it uh, cleaned up and opened back up and so uh and we had uh, one of them was the ev race so it was the oh, lightning cool. truck and the gt mustang no nice. stands and so um, I'm not really proud to say that I lost in the lightning <laughs> truck, but I think the main reason I lost in the lightning truck, I freaking fell asleep at the light. I was literally <laughs> like, <laughs> I had somebody riding with me and we're going through there and I staged and Stan was, uh, pulling up to stage and I was taking him, it was taking him a little while. So the guy and that was riding with me said, man, is there's like some sort of sport mode in this or anything? And I didn't even think about it pulling up there, but I was like, oh yeah, I bet there is. So we're going through the dash trying to figure out how to get it uh. into sport mode and staying staged and the light turned green and he took <laughs> off and I'm still sitting there. And so, but it was a, it was a lot of fun. And I tell you the, the EV side of things, the instant torque yeah. that those things like it's, I've drove a lot of different cars, a lot of different high-end cars, uh, performance cars and stuff like that. And there is just nothing that replaces that instant torque that the EV vehicles provide you. It's really throws you back in your seat and, you know, uh, it, it's impressive. And it doesn't matter whether it's off the line or at 20 or 30 yeah. or 40, uh, it's, it's there every time. So, but, uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a great time. It was a great event and, uh, you know, I'm, we're looking forward, I'm sure to uh, yeah, make yeah. it bigger and better next year. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Well, so. And, and the more, uh, EV vehicles or the electronic vehicles that are going to be coming out, they're, they're going to be improvements on those and things like that. But yeah, that's, that's kind of what I've heard from anybody that drives an electric, um, vehicle is, is the immediate response of once you start accelerating, there's no delay that the engine doesn't have to receive a whole bunch of fuel. And then, so there's no drag time or delay time before that response just throws you back into the seat so it is it's different but it's it's fun a lot, <laughs> a lot of fun a lot of fun for sure so but uh yeah we did get our first lightning uh so you know i encourage all the listeners come on out it's uh this one's going into our courtesy transportation program and so it's here to be a demo uh yeah. for that side of things and so encourage everybody to come out and uh, look at it take it for a test drive uh and see uh the tech that they put in this truck that's a base level it's just impressive it's just really impressive so uh yeah you, you definitely have to come out and check it out and and take a look at it for sure so 
<sighs> with that being said, yeah. what uh, what else you got on your list over there? Man, it's getting ready to get hot. It is. It is getting ready to get hot uh, just this weekend. I know I'm seeing temperatures, at least in the Midwest, the over the hundreds. So that means that uh, we are probably going to be seeing a lot of folks wanting to get their AC system service, which is extremely important, um, especially when you're coming up weather like this. Um, when it gets this hot, those AC systems are working so hard to try to keep the interior of the vehicle as cool as humanly possible, as comfortable for you. Um, so definitely don't uh, don't hang your hat on that. If it's been a while since it's been serviced, I cannot encourage you enough. Uh, servicing the AC system, our technicians do a lot to check and make sure that you do not have any problems while there's while it's being serviced. Um, but yeah, don't get don't get hung out to dry. Uh, the more often that you service the AC system, the less chances likely that you're going to have some problems with some failed components and things like that. And especially when it's getting ready to get this hot. You do not want to be driving around with uh, with a vehicle that's blowing hot air that doesn't have AC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Windows down, sixty five AC system. You know, the last couple, well, like last night at the track, and then even today, that seems like the humidity is just yeah, it's <laughs> bad. Is, is bad after all the moisture, which I get that. But yeah, yeah definitely, it's time of the year for AC system, and it, it is. Uh, you know, that's something that's a preventative maintenance item. Yes, uh, and a lot of consumers, uh, again, you know just kind of drive it until it's not working mm -hmm. and there's uh there is i guess i want to say consequences for that yeah you know um if you do good preventative maintenance on it it's going to uh, last so much longer uh or, you know there is oil uh inside of that ac system uh as well as refrigerant and uh to be able to service that and get the right proper amount of refrigerant in there and the right oil in there uh, makes all the difference in the world in the longevity of the operation of that uh, uh, AC system. And then also, I mean, you know, when it's uh, when it's 100 degrees out and the interiors are, of these cars, a lot of them are black or uh, whether, the, whether they are or not, the, the interior temperature sitting out in the sun, they can reach very high temperatures. Uh, and it makes a huge difference when you're cooling something at 50 degree air versus 35 degree air, right. 36 degree air, um, as far as the the recovery time and how quick it's able to cool that cabin down, but then also just the feel, the humidity. Oh, it's yeah. the it's the humidity that really makes it uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, from that side of things and so um if the ac system's not performing like it should be it may be blowing cooler temperatures but it's still unable to get that humidity out of the cabin uh, like it needs to and in the diagnosis side of it um the nice thing about whenever we do an ac service or something like that especially when somebody comes in saying you know my ac system is blowing hot air well chances are when it's doing that you've got some kind of leak coming from someplace uh, most likely and so whenever we do our ac service we actually have dye in that um, system so where if it does have a leak and our machines do test for leaks, there's a there's a leak test that it does. And if it passes the leak test, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's not one. It's just too small to be able to find by that that, that machine. Um, but whenever we put that dye in there, let's say in a couple of months or the next year, in a lot of cases, it starts blowing hot again. Well, that dye will really help a technician find where it could possibly be leaking and, and try to help you and obviously get it fixed where it never happens again. But it's nice that we do that because that helps with the diagnosis side of it. And our guys are very good at doing that. So yeah, the important part of the, you know, like you said, is the dye, but then having the right amount of Freon in that yeah. allows it to pick up that oil and 
run it through the system while it's operating and lubricate all those components. If it doesn't have the freon to move the oil, uh, then then you're not you're not lubricating the components properly, and you end up with premature wear uh, from from that side of things. Yep. And obviously, it's not as cool as you'd like it to be right, yeah. <laughs> be as well. And that's a that's a big thing. You know, years ago, uh, well, back way back in uh, R12, I mean, these systems would take literally three four uh, pounds of refrigerant and then uh you know the manufacturers moved to uh 134a for the environment uh just but the cooling the the characteristics of those are are so much different and then the amount of freon was so much different i mean 134a systems of course again years ago they were two and a half pounds maybe was a was a pretty large system and now i mean we're down to you can get 134A systems with a pound, yeah. a, a little over a pound uh, in it, um, and that's complete AC systems. And then now they've moved to this 1234YF refrigerant, uh, which is becoming more and more common uh, across all manufacturers. Uh, Dodge was uh, kind of one of the first ones in it. Ford was first ones in it. There was some Cadillacs and uh, imports that, that used it. Um, but again even less refrigerant than 134a and so it just doesn't take much for that system to uh have a uh and you know it's not even necessarily a leak that you have but there's hoses there's rubber hoses in the system and they're permeable and it just escapes through that uh naturally right um and so to be able to charge it up and get it to exactly where it's at it makes all the difference in the world absolutely stay cool stay as cool as you can <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh that's one thing uh so i don't know my days are all running together here i'd lost no, I, power yeah. at the house one night <laughs> or one morning because a storm and uh went through and knocked down some power lines uh some trees and some power lines and you know sitting in bed trying to go to sleep at like three four in the morning when there's uh no ac no oh. fan like it's uh and it really wasn't even bad. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just what you realize maybe how spoiled you are, oh, yeah, yeah. or how accustomed you've uh, become of that. That sure. muggy feeling, mm -hmm. like oh, no. just everything's sticky. Yeah, so, out. Yep. Stay cool is a uh, is right for yep. sure. So well, another exciting thing for me. Um, I'm sure if some of our listeners have have been to the dealership, they've seen me, and they have seen me now for ten years. I'm coming up on my 10-year anniversary at this dealership, and we had kind of a celebration a couple of months ago, which had actually meant kind of a lot to me. It was the entire service department that was coming together, um, doing like a celebration at the end of the month that we we try to do as often as we can. But it was so cool to be able to see how many people have been here for more than six and seven years. Yeah. We have a very long or long term stay, all of our employees here. We don't have a lot of turnaround. It was just so cool to see how many people, even management, but even like even some of the newer guys, you could just kind of see their face like, oh my God, these people have been here forever. Yeah. And that that said a lot about the place to me. So not to toot your horn or anything, but <laughs> no, no, you know, and that's a I think that's a lot of where a lot of our success comes from. Yeah. Is the sense that, you know, we have we have a good solid group of employees uh from from that side and you know it's uh showing appreciation to the employees which lisa does a great job oh, yeah. of doing that uh from that side of things um but then also you know 
I really do feel that all of our employees want to be here mm-hmm. and it's not just a job oh, you yeah. know, uh, from that side. And so it makes all the difference in the world when that's the mentality um, from, from behind it. But, you know, it, the other side of this is the unfortunate thing is in this industry, you don't really see that. Mm-mm. And so it's kind of an anomaly uh, of what we have here uh, in regards to, you know, uh, length of time or employee. Yeah. Uh, when you come in as a c- customer and you see the same faces every time, it makes all the difference in the world. Oh, you yeah. Know, as opposed to every time you come in, you're dealing with somebody new and or they're new in the industry and, you know, don't really know what's going on because there's not a, you can't put a price on experience mm-hmm. uh, as far as tools and training and, and things like that. All oh, of sure. that stuff is important, but the amount of experience that these technicians gain, your advisors, management on, you know, how to help somebody. Um, it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. The, the mindset, the, the, um, the goal is always to help the customer. I mean, and every single one of us that have been here, I, I was shocked. I, I'm kind of in the middle. I, mm-hmm. I've been here for 10 years and I'm actually kind of in the middle to some of these people. Some of these people have been here since, you know, the store was on Broadway and that's just crazy, but you're exactly right in this industry, in an industry, there's quite a bit of turnaround in other places, but this is an anomaly. This is a different place and and we kind of look at each other more of like a family than we do i mean where we spend a lot of time here yeah (laughs) so it kind of is that way but it was just really impressive and and uh it was pretty cool but that's that's definitely a pro for uh for this place and and i love it so well uh, congratulations on the 10 years and here's to the next (laughs) yeah yeah got another 10 of me from that side for sure so uh you know one of the other things that we did this week again let's get the phones ringing 316-462-3673 scotty and i have uh we've we've you know we've talked about stuff we wanted to talk about what do you want to talk about right come on 316-462-3673 that's a number to to jump on the air here and uh let's talk automotive whatever uh whatever that might be so uh congratulations uh to i meant to say uh so jake won last night nice and, uh salina up there uh, not sure of all the all the details on that side of things but uh sounds like it was a pretty interesting finish uh from that side but uh yeah, had a got a victory up at uh, up in Salina. So congratulations to the three J team and in, in doing that. And then uh, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about was uh, this week we got to do um, some training with Hunter uh, for ADAS, uh, which is Advanced Driver Assist systems okay is uh what that stands for it's a fancy word for maybe safety systems okay uh i guess or a a fancy abbreviation for safety systems but as these vehicles you know evolve and they're trying to make them safer and safer uh for consumers uh and they are uh you know you think of something that was even just two or three years ago versus uh where it is now and then i think uh, 10 years compared to where it is now and i think of uh you know and and the the adash uh stuff they have basically uh there's seven different levels of driver assistance okay so you think of the basic of systems all the way up to a completely autonomous driving vehicle that requires nobody in it that's so crazy to me would be a number seven 
Um, and honestly, what amazes me is we're in about stage number two or three. Yeah. Uh, amongst all the manufacturers um, in doing that. And then the other thing that kind of blew me away is going over uh, some of the other uh you know, uh, competitive vehicles such as Tesla and, and all these other guys. I mean, they're really, Ford is kind of leading the industry and that's a lot of what we, uh, what we found out. And this is Hunter coming in here and doing this. So it's, it's not Ford motor company. It's not, uh, there Hunter, uh, works, uh, very, uh, closely with all the manufacturers, uh, in regards to, um, in regards to the sensors and and uh, angles and alignments and all the programming that goes into all this equipment so again that so that it can be recalibrated and they can train on it and have the equipment to align it and things like that and so when when they came in and we got to pick kind of vehicles at random uh to program these systems and it was everywhere from you know, front cameras to the reverse camera when you put it on and it has the lines on the camera as to where the vehicle's going to go. That's all part of those. Those are calibrated to the 360 degree view cameras yeah. to the lane keeping side of things. Uh, you know, there's a lot of sensors on these things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, night vision, you know, there's some manufacturers out there that have night vision. Uh, and then you have, uh, you know, radar uh, for the, the lane seat lane keeping or the adaptive cruise control is another thing um so there's a just a ton of advanced systems that are going on these vehicles and it starts years ago as basic as cruise control yeah just basic cruise control or anti-lock brakes or uh you know something that uh now Mm -hmm. is a standard option and you wouldn't think anything about it but years ago i mean you paid more for it and it was uh something that not everybody had so um it was very uh it was very eye-opening for sure to to go through this uh this course with them and we had uh i brought hunter in here and it wasn't a mandatory class for the technicians but also it was they understand that this is where it's going you know, I've, I've got to be, I've got to be in on this because this is what I'm going to be working on tomorrow yep. uh, type deal. And so, uh, I mean, uh, pretty much every technician uh, was involved in it uh, in some capacity or shape or form, uh, which was very impressive. Uh, and we spent three evenings over there. Uh, the first night, we just kind of went through uh, all the book stuff uh, from that side of things. And then the night two, we did uh, front uh, front cameras, um, the, like adaptive cruise control or mm-hmm. the front radar. Uh, and then night three was like the lane sensing and the 360 degree, uh, camera portion of it. And to program some of this stuff, I mean, it was crazy. They, uh, they have you come out and measure you got to find the center line of the vehicle and then you're measuring out and then we're actually taping grids down on the floor (laughs) with with tape uh and stuff like that and so it's it i I just couldn't believe uh all that stuff that you talk about in high school that you think i'm never going to use that and that's something that is never going to be applicable and they had up on the board the you know the x and the y equals z and everything (laughs) i mean it was 
it was just uh unbelievable <laughs> i guess coming right back and i there was uh there was some guys that were like whoa and then there was some guys that that got it yeah and really once we did it a couple times everybody was like okay yeah this is super simple yeah. but the the blank look that i was getting on a couple guys to begin with was uh that's funny was was very interesting for sure well, but uh and a lot of people don't know i mean uh whenever you especially with newer vehicles now especially vehicles that have front cameras anymore there's almost I, the closer that we get almost it's going to eventually be a, a requirement for a standard um the the newer vehicles it's going to be more more and more of them are that's going to be a standard thing is going to be a front camera to be able to detect anything in front of you adaptive cruise control um be able to see i mean realistically even be able to stop the vehicle my vehicle does have that but whenever you get a windshield crack or something that's obstructing that camera that will make it freak out sometimes because it, it just it will think that there's something in front of it so now that we have um we, we we're installing these new windshields that's where it first started coming up with me as i started having more and more vehicles for our used vehicles that we we sell we install new windshields and then we have to calibrate them uh and not just fords but any make and models we have to recalibrate those things and so that was the my first hey this thing's coming get ready for it kind of yeah. thing but um but it is really important and uh that's that's pretty cool especially you get to use your you know the math that you learned in sixth grade that you're never gonna use again. that's pretty good so the uh the whole uh, uh it is coming uh comment you know i think it's uh 2023 all vehicles have to have uh front and rear facing cameras yep um which is i mean that's literally right around the corner and then by 2027 uh there's another side of that as far as like lane keep lane keeping yeah. and 360 and and stuff like that that's required so uh, again it is making them much safer uh and it is a, a huge benefit to the consumer um from that side of things but there is again preventative maintenance that goes along with that to ensure that that is working properly so one of the other things a uh, demo that we did and i'm actually going to do this i want to tape it out on the on the service drive uh but they had a, a scenario that a camera was off one tenth of a degree oh and you think well a tenth of the degree you know that's not that's not a lot as far as measurement wise no. that's next to nothing but then you amplify that where that so it was a front uh, it was a front radar. Mm -hmm. You amplify that to where it was reading. So it was reading about approximately about 500 foot in front of the vehicle. And so we laid it out and put a car 500 foot in front of it and where the car would be centered in that camera. It was only getting about a quarter of one side of the car. So you're getting three quarters of the lane next to it and a quarter of the, of the back yeah. of the bumper of the car. And then three quarters of it was completely exposed. Mm -hmm. And that's where the, that's where the vehicle would have thought that car would have been. Right. And so you think about it from that side of things, if the, if it's doing, uh, you know, uh, collision avoidance and and things like that i mean it would have hit it yeah it, it would have straight up hit it yeah. and you're and then the whole time you're thinking well this system isn't working well the system was working fine it just wasn't calibrated correct and you know wh how does it get out of calibration well uh you know if you've if you've hit anything if a component's ever removed or re removed and then reinstalled or removed or replaced uh, the other thing is just suspension settling 
True. You know, there's a, a, a lot of these uh, just regular four wheel alignments. That's part of the alignment is to recalibrate some of that stuff. Because yeah. um, if you're adjusting, you know, any of that stuff, it's going to change it as well. Uh, like you said, rock chips in the windshield uh, are, are another thing. Uh, or K just tags. Yeah, K tags, delamination from the windshield is, is another thing. Yeah. It's not something that we see a lot, but it is something that uh, that could definitely cause an issue. Absolutely. So, absolutely but it was uh it was very interesting uh hunter did a great job of uh coming in and uh you know training us on that and so it's definitely something that uh is we're we're all in on yeah. uh from that side of things and we just want to make sure that what we're providing to the consumer is the right thing for them and when it comes to safety i don't believe you can be too uh, over cautious on that, right. you know, make sure that you're doing the right thing and definitely their equipment and, uh, stuff like that will enable us to, to better take care of the customers for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Um, and that's what we're here for, man. Um, any, any kind of issues that you do have, that's what we're here to fix. Um, but yeah. Let's uh, get the phones ringing. 316-462-3673. That's the number to jump on the air here with us. And uh, let's talk anything automotive. I've got a uh, text up next, and it says, a question you can talk about. Uh, my wife asked me last night with uh, gas prices, uh, how they are, and premium is cheaper than regular. Is it safe to run premium in a car that takes regular unleaded? Ooh. So my answer to that is no, uh, because what you're, uh, what you're doing there is uh, anytime you change or run the octane uh, different than what the vehicle is specified for, you're going to create uh, soot. Mm -hmm. So you're basically you're getting unburned fuel in the engine um, that will uh, put contaminants throughout the engine. Mm -hmm whether it's on the on the valves uh you know up in the uh, intake portion of it or on the pistons uh and that's a one of the most common things that i probably hear from customers is my vehicle it just didn't really feel like it was running right and so the next time i fill up i've filled up with premium fuel yeah thinking i'm gonna give it a yeah, like a shot in the arm right. or, a, or a boost and that is uh that is so far away from what you really need to do because all you're going to do is make things worse yes in doing that um you know and fuel prices that's uh one of the other things that i wanted to talk about uh today as well um because they are they are getting they're, up there and up definitely there. the consumers are are noticing that and that's on their mind when they bring their vehicles in for service and they're asking more questions about you know fuel economy and and you know uh, everybody associates that with uh you know with uh either fuel injection service typically or uh um fuel injection services or uh, spark plugs like mm -hmm. tune-ups uh from that side of things is is a lot of times i think what what that's uh but the little mainly associated with but that's where i wanted to go with this yeah. is there's so many things that affect fuel economy and why don't you kind of give me your list and then i'll uh, i'll follow up with that there's, there's tons there, yeah. there's tons i mean the just the little things uh will improve your fuel economy number one is having the correct inflation in your tires that's i mean that's less resistance you're using less fuel the the vehicles are designed to have that 
particular PSI in those tires for a reason. Um, you've got, uh, I mean, tons of things. I mean, just regular keeping service alignments uh, is another one. If you're pulling to one particular direction or if the tire is not making full contact the way that it's designed, you're making more resistance, which makes the engine work harder and make it more, use more fuel. Um, little things like that um go a, a lot further than you really do that's why we use nitrogen in the tires the, the the magic of nitrogen is mainly for not having to monitor your tire pressures as often because it doesn't change in temperature that's the big deal um i mean it doesn't change as much i shouldn't say it doesn't change yeah but in, in all seriousness, those very little things that you can do to make your vehicle run more efficient makes you use le less fuel. It's the little things that you don't really think. You about. know, I definitely, I would say that probably uh, inflation of tires is, I, you know, I don't know is that I'd say maybe the number one overlook thing. Sure. But uh, people tend to walk around the car, yep, got air, yep. good to go, you know, uh, unless it's extreme one way or the other. But honestly, it makes a huge difference, just a couple of pounds one way or the other, not only in fuel economy, but the wear on the tire and the longevity of that tire. Um, and so that's something that we do on each uh, on each maintenance uh, is inflate the tires to, to where they need to be. You know, you talked about nitrogen and that's something that we haven't discussed in in quite a while but there's a huge benefit on the nitrogen side of things uh, just especially with uh, all the temperature differences and things that we have uh in, in, in our climate yeah, yeah. um but uh it, it is something nitrogen does keep a consistent pressure or more consistent pressure over those temperature differences as opposed to to compressed air you may on a hot day uh, you or a real cold day, you may literally lose five or six pounds uh, between that car sitting and then driving on the highway and getting up to operating temperature. Uh, it, there may be a five or six pound swing in those tires uh, mm -hmm. from, from that side of things. And that's huge when it comes comes to fuel economy. Um, and so, yeah, definitely if you're pulling up to the pumps, you know, you, you need to be using what uh, what that vehicle calls for. Uh, the other thing is E85. You know, if uh, if a vehicle can run E85, great, but don't run it because it's cheaper. Yeah. That uh, that will only cost you more headache uh, in the long run. And, yeah, your vehicle may run on it, and uh, uh, I can assure you you're not going to have the same performance characteristics on it, but it, you you may not notice uh, notice a difference, but long-term, it's going to have an effect on it. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I've even seen times where people put do something like that they put a different fuel in and it ends up setting a check engine light you know yeah so there's a lot of uh there's so that would depend upon a couple of different things one if it's e85 equipped you basically have to add so much fuel into the vehicle for it to say hey i need to be recalibrated so if you go down and you put a couple bucks in or you know what i'm saying it it's not recalibrating that fuel sample because the fuel uh didn't change the fuel level quantity didn't change enough for it to say to recalibrate and so uh, it could be uh, unsquared away there and then the other side of it is if it doesn't take e85 at all uh, yeah there there could be sure. some timing issues and and drivability issues uh, that would uh, you know manufacture a check engine light that that would need to be looked at right. so but yeah definitely good question uh from that side of things as well and you know uh while we're talking about fuel economy 
um, I would say, honestly, the the easiest service um, and probably the most uh, cost efficient and expense wise uh, service for fuel economy uh, as far as bang for the buck, I would say the GDI service mm-hmm. uh, by far. And what that is, BG has a, a product out uh, and we have it provided here at the dealership, but it's a GDI service. And basically it's a, uh, somebody explained it to me uh, the other day as a, as a shampoo and a conditioner. Nice. Uh, and I think that's, uh, that's the best way to, <laughs> to do it is, you know, you're using the shampoo before you change the oil to go in and degrease, you know, everything and get the, get the sludge out. But uh, and then at the end, we use uh, uh, the MOA for a conditioner mm-hmm. uh, type situation to, to keep it squared away. Um, but that compression restoration or the GDI kit is all these vehicles have very low tension rings uh, as opposed to years ago. We had uh, very high tension rings. And so it does not take a lot of sludge or buildup to get those rings uh, stuck or to where they're not sealing against the cylinder walls. Well, if they're not sealing against the cylinder walls, then you're losing compression. Compression's power, compression's fuel economy, compression's, uh, you know, a lot of different things. But if it can't do that, uh, then then it's creating problems. And so uh, for consumers, this happens, you know, slowly over time. And so you may not notice a degradation in power or performance or, or any of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's there. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the BG has got a lot of research and study over this happening at pretty early stages, yeah. 10, 15,000 miles uh, from that side of things. And so that GDI service is uh, definitely, I think, bang for the buck uh, on fuel economy, probably one of the best services to do. Yeah. GDI. And, and obviously, with our services, always come with a tire rotation to help inflate your tires. And the GDI service, if I remember correctly, is part of our oil change that actually mm-hmm. includes that whole service. Yeah. And, and that's that's why we do it. Yeah. And that's something that we, uh, we honor. Uh, you know, what I say is about every third service uh, as far as when you're changing oil. Um, there are consumers or customers that, that I have that I'll collect their vehicle or they come in and you know it's it's just a bad habit of mine i don't know if i'll ever break it even getting out of the industry i don't know if i'll ever break it but i get in a vehicle i look at the odometer and i look up at the oil change sticker uh-huh. like every, it's just yeah, yeah. It, it's just embedded in me and the number of times that i do that and i see people that have driven over what the oil change recommendation is and i I, I guess it's just years of being in this environment and knowing what detriment that does to a vehicle sure. or what that potentially could cost somebody down the road is why I, why it gets under my skin so much sure. uh, from, from that side of things. But it's, uh, you know, I was talking to a guy the other day and he's like, well, I don't even remember how we worded it, but you know, I've, I've just been going off that engine minder uh, oh. uh, reminder light. And I was like, man, don't uh, just don't do that. No. And, and I really wish the manufacturers wouldn't even put it in there. I, I know why too. they do it, I do, but I, yeah. I, I just wish that they would not put it in there. And it's, it's what's sad to me is that it's a disservice to the customer. 
That's uh, yeah. long term. It's a disservice to the customer because they're they're putting those oil minder lights in there because of cost of ownership. You know, if they if if they say okay, we only have to change oil every ten twelve thousand miles, your cost of ownership is going to be lower than if they say hey, you're going to have to change it every five thousand miles. Yeah. Um, and there's just so, I mean, when, when you're talking that big a mileage difference. There's so much could happen in between those times, and it's so inexpensive to uh, perform those repairs and the benefit that it gives you on the long on the long term. So I'm I'm as equally as frustrated with that as you are. Uh, it, it it does. I mean, whenever I have a customer that comes in and I do the same thing, I check and look at our sticker, and I I uh, I offer you know your looks like you're due by your mileage to the service. Well, my my oil change indicator says I'm still at forty five percent. And I, that's obviously when I explain that this is this is not the it's not what we're going to suggest, obviously. But yeah. the other thing is, is whenever you do, you let that you change the oil every 15,000 miles or whatever. The, the chances of you having an issue after the vehicles that are warranty or just any breakdown of component because you're not servicing it, especially in the change of temperature that Kansas gets. It's another factor to factor in. But yeah it's not you're not changing the oil as often so you're saving money there but potentially the damage that it could be doing later to where you're making larger repairs you could have probably avoided and the other yeah that. the other side of that is the later repairs are on your dime exactly not on, not yeah, on a warranty yeah. you know not uh, by anything right. so uh, i got a comment on uh the chat here says from greg murray says the oil life is even on the ford pass app that is correct it is. yeah the oil life is on on that ford pass app as well and so you know and it's not just ford in fact uh there was a manufacturer here it's been probably about a year and a half ago and they got some fairly decent sizable trouble over the oil monitor uh system and letting that go too long and the effects that it was having on uh on their vehicles for sure and so again it's uh i, I believe it's misleading uh do if you're going to buy a car and keep it for the warranty period uh you know um for the three years or thirty six thousand miles or even you know for powertrain warranty uh would it work yeah, yeah, certainly it would work. Uh, long term, that's not the best thing for the vehicle. Yeah, um, you know, and they, these vehicles they'll go. I mean, we're seeing cars coming into the service drive with two hundred, two hundred and fifty, three hundred thousand. Had a transit uh, just the other day that came in. It had a half a million miles on. Yeah, and and the vehicles, uh, I mean, at that mileage, look like you could hop in them tomorrow and go yeah. wherever you want. You know, uh, and so the the reliability behind them and the reliability behind the powertrain uh, components in these things, they'll go as many miles as you want them to go, but you got to help them. Yep. And, and the only way to do that is uh, by servicing the fluids uh, routinely. And that's not just oil. I mean, it's all fluids. That's but, correct. But being able to uh, preventative maintenance is, is key in getting that vehicle to go where you want it to go as uh inexpensive as possible yeah and, and last thing and then we can obviously move on but the last thing i wanted to say about that oil life a lot of people think that it is somehow testing the quality oh, yeah, of yeah. your oil it is not it is a, some kind of algorithm determining by mileage and time that that manufacturer has set up it is not testing to see if your oil is good it is legitimately a timer and that's why sometimes if it has happened to you uh, whenever you just get an oil change and about a month and a half later, it comes on saying you need to service your vehicle. It is probably because the technician did accidentally forget to reset that message or that light. It does not test the quality of your oil. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that is a misconception as well. And so I don't, I mean, there's not a way to have that equipment on a, on a vehicle at all. And so it's, it's going over and looking at uh, time and mileage and, uh, you know, operating how, how long you've driven it in between drive cycles and, and everything like that. So, well, very cool. Well, Hey, uh, 316-462-3673. That's the number. Uh, if you want to give us a quick shout here towards the end of the show, but, uh, getting ready to kind of wind things down, just have a little bit of a recap of what we talked about today. You know, uh, water is, avoid is water. yeah, avoid water <laughs> <laughs> for sure is definitely a, a thing, you know, it's just something, uh, the only outcome is cost. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's going to be expensive. <laughs> so. uh, is is definitely the lesson the lesson to learn there. So we had our uh, annual beat the heat last night at uh, KID. That went very well. In fact, if you're looking for something to do today, they've got a lot of drag racing going on out there again today. I think they were supposed to kick off about nine o'clock this morning uh, for up there. So if you need something to do, I tell you the there was just the different arrays of cars and everything they had going on out there it was great so had a had a great time uh, out there so if you need something to do today head out to kansas international dragway and uh see what they got going on out there um it was a lot of fun it really was a yeah, lot of fun there was a lot of kids out there and uh it just uh to see those some of them cars go down the track man there was a uh a uh, couple motorcycles out there oh no nice. those guys are like crazy so <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to do it, but then also on the other side of things, it's like, man, they're nuts, you know? Uh, But then you, I don't know, you see them a couple more of them run. It's like, you know, I think I could do that. (laughs) But uh, it's it's a lot of fun seeing those guys run. And there was a Hayabusa out there, man. It was uh, was on it. (sighs) That thing was mean. I mean, in third gear, he was still pulling up the front on it and it was uh it, it just absolutely phenomenal watching those guys go down that track so if you're looking for something to do today head out to kansas international dragway uh let's see we talked about the lightning so yeah, lightning. Come, yeah come take a look at it come test drive it and uh, see what it's all about uh let's see we talked and then about get your ac yeah, service. Get AC. Your AC system service it's going to be hot so do yourself a favor don't get in that situation to where it's too hot and you got uh, you got no ac definitely uh, do that as well so i think uh let's thank our sponsors of the show which is uh big corner creative uh so if you're looking for any type of advertising for your business uh, social uh traditional uh media uh need any wraps uh, window tinting anything like that uh website designs uh big corner creative or bcc as they say just google us then we have bg products so all the great preventative maintenance items that we offer right here inside of mel hamilton ford as well as go to rent. So if you're looking for a larger van, got a lot of summer vacations uh, coming up on my calendar for employees here. I know that. So it's definitely that time of year. So if you're looking for something bigger to go on a summer vacation, uh, give Stan a call right here inside uh, um, Mel Hamilton Ford. Everybody, uh, Scotty, thanks for joining me. Thank you very and much. Everybody have a wonderful uh, weekend and we'll talk to you next Saturday. All right.